and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And oh my god, we have so much business to get to today. So many things to talk about. So many things have happened in the last two weeks since the last time we recorded. We have so many things to get across. Mm -hmm. Should we like bullet point what to expect in this episode? This episode is, I guess, like primarily... A Monster X recap. Sure. But before we get there, we've got some some goss yeah, to run down. Some things we gotta talk about. We've been getting messages like ever since this song debuted of people wanting to know what you and Helica think of Seventeen's new single Hit. Hit. Hit 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 sound. Hit 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 sound. All right, so seventeen hit. It's just a single hit sound. <laughs> it's very loud. <laughs> We should get it out of the way now. Like, it's very loud, which is what a lot of you guys were wondering, because, you know, we, like, hate noisy music, and it's pretty noisy. It is noisy. It is noisy. And Seventeen does noisy stuff every once in a while. Like, I have all of their, I have all of their music. And I would say that on almost every album, there's at least one song where I'm like, "Mm, okay, because they do either, like, a noisy electro or they do like noisy rock or right, whatever right. they do like something that isn't their like sweet EDM noise or whatever yeah, their yeah, pop yeah. you want a genre whatever you want to categorize it as <laughs> um so when I first heard the teaser for this song I was like oh it's gonna be noisy I don't know which is exactly what I thought about getting closer sure and pretty much exactly what I thought was going to happen is 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 what happens which is that just like in getting closer like I heard the clip and was like ugh, the song is noisy and then I saw the choreography and I was like wow I'm into it I love love this song I never skip it when it comes on like I will just listen to it it doesn't bother me at all it is like definitely not a song that I would be like this song is one of my favorite 17 songs but like it's great the same thing has happened. Like the teaser uh-huh. came out and I was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to like the sound of this song. And when I first watched the music video, there's so much happening in the music video and the song itself, a lot of things are happening in mm-hmm. it as well. Musically, like it it changes beat multiple times and it like really goes from like one end of the spectrum to the next. Yeah. And so I kind of didn't even know what to make of it. Like there were certain parts about it that I really liked and certain parts that I was like, well, what is this? But, you know, they've now done as of the t- as of this recording they have done four different music shows uh-huh. they performed on Music Bank and Music Core and Show Champion and maybe Inkigayo or something mm-hmm. I don't remember um but anyway I am officially on the train of hit is a bop and I can I can jam to it from beginning to end um I always laugh at the steelhorn buffalo line right um is goofy and the move that goes with it is also goofy right um so if you haven't seen it Vernon just like puts his finger on his forehead like a like a unicorn and just literally charges through the rest of the members as he says steelhorn buffalo and it makes me laugh every time <laughs> um but I love it like I I really do the choreography is truly amazing I think even if you don't like the sound of the song you can you will concede that the choreography the is choreo incredible makes me scared that they're all gonna snap their ankles in half like they're yeah. jumping so much mm-hmm. and doing like wild arms and legs that are just like completely insane yeah. and it's like they're throwing their whole shoulders into things and I'm just like I'm mm-hmm. afraid they're all gonna break if they are dancing incredibly hard. I mean, Seventeen's like always known for their synchronicity, um, synchronization, whatever, whichever word you want to choose. I would say that this song sort of 
tries new things um, in the way that I love that Seventeen does. Um, they love a pantomime and stuff yeah. like in their music. And this one really plays with the fact that they have so many different members. They have little like tableaus at the beginning. My favorite part is what I guess would be called the bridge. And like Dino starts it and he like comes through, he cuts through all of the members that are like down on the ground. And as he's cutting through, certain members like grab his legs in different ways. Mm-hmm. And then everybody leaves and it's just Ming Hao and Jong Han and they sing a little thing and do a little duo and then Ming Hao leaves and Song Kwan comes out and then Jong Han and Song Kwan sing and dance a little duo and then Jong Han leaves and Dino comes out and Song Kwan and Dino do a little duo and it's so cool that entire sequence is amazing it's yeah. it's beautiful it's very cool it's all good it's fun i still I still have to watch it. Like, the song is still not enough for me. I need to, like, see the dance to go with it and be like, okay, this is good. But the real thing that, like, I need to talk about that has nothing to do with the music is that, like, Seventeen's all grown up. I know. And specifically, I just, like, have to talk about this because it's blowing my mind. But my baby Boo is, like, going through puberty again. Yeah. He looks like he grew three inches. Mm -hmm. Like, his face face is is all, like... (laughs) And I haven't watched the Knowing Brothers episode yet, um, but they did a little like pre pre recording like waiting room mm-hmm. interview, and I swear Song Kwan's voice has dropped. He is growing up like, before <laughs> my eyes. It's so strange, yeah. but I'm very proud, and I'm glad that he's in this one, even mm-hmm. though he like comes in a, just a couple of times where the dance is like easier and then otherwise he's yeah. off stage because they don't want to like hurt him more which mm-hmm. is fine but uh, it sucked when they were doing that whole all their touring stuff and he wasn't around it made my heart sad I know if you're if you're confused Sung Kwan hurt oh. uh, his ankle I think, I think so. like a few months ago so he didn't go to like KCON New York and he wasn't with them on their little like American tour uh, or their little like press junket that they did while they were here yeah. um, I don't know if he's gonna come to KCON LA I think the last time I heard he wasn't going to oh. um, but maybe he maybe he will um, since he has been promoting on stage for hit maybe he will um, and also so just like getting closer just the last thing about Seventeen and their like new comeback is that just like getting closer, they released this hit as like a single, came out with a teaser and then an MV. They've already put out a dance, pra- a choreography video for mm-hmm. it. Um, and then today, this morning, they also released a new teaser for the upcoming album, which is yeah. called Ode to Fear. Um, but Ode Gothine. to, like the number two, colon, fear. Talk team. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. So that's that. Yeah, whatever that is, I'm looking forward to it. Cool. 17 is back. Okay, this next thing that we have to talk about, there are many, many feelings all over the spectrum, so we're going to try to, like, make sense of it right now. Mm -hmm. So if you have not heard, which I feel like it's not possible that you haven't heard about this, the other day at the Capitol Records building down the street— there was a big old like music presentation, like Katy Perry and Niall Horan like sang new songs or whatever. And then at the end, Lee Su Man came out and was like, I'm making a super group, the Avengers of K-pop. So the group is going to be called Super M. And for all of those listening, we did not come up with the title, The Avengers of K-Pop. That is SM's elevator pitch for this group. They are, quote, the Avengers of K-Pop. Yes. And the members of this are Taemin, Kai, 
uh, Baekhyun, Ten and Lucas from Wavy, and Taeyong and Mark from NCT. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's all of them. Yeah. Um, and they're going to promote in America is the intention. Yeah, they're plan. They are planning to have a U.S. debut in October. They are not planning to debut in Korea officially. Their their official debut will be here in the states in just a few months. So everyone's losing their shit. Mm-hmm. I am team. This is not a big deal. But there's a lot of people who are like totally freaking out. So I thought we should try to make like a pros and cons list or like talk ourselves through this and get all the perspectives out there. Sure. Um, so the first pro and the reason that I just like cannot be mad about this is that I'm so excited to see these people like dance together. Like it's all, it's all, it's so many of my favorite dancing boys, like, but all at the same time. Sure. And it's really exciting. And I want to see, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is definitely a pro. Um, I would say it's not all of your favorite dancing boys. No, it's not. <laughs> if Lay was there, then it would be perfect. Sure. I think that would make it perfect as if Lay was in it. But like, I don't know, like Ten and Kai and Tamin, like, oh my God. Absolutely. That I think is the thing that I am most excited about for this group is that like, obviously Tamin and Kai are like their besties and their phenomenal dancers. So like their dance chemistry will be great. And then Ten is such a beautiful dancer in a very similar style to Tamin and Kai. Like he also, I think, has a lot of like ballet and modern influences and by modern I mean like contemporary dance um, influences into his own style and his background and his training so I'm really looking forward to whatever the three do together sure um but then the first thing on my cons list is I feel like when we did our fantasy boy group, we talked about how you have mm-hmm. to stack a fantasy boy group perfectly. And this group has one singer, yep. three dancers, and the rest are rappers. Four rappers. Technically, they have four rappers because technically Kai is a oh, rap line. Right. Okay. But if you really can, they have three dancers, three rappers, and one lead vocal. So my only pro <laughs> for that is, well, at least you chose to have seven and instead of six. Uh-huh. But other than that, like you're you didn't follow the rules of the fantasy Mm-mm. boy draft and now your group is uneven. Yeah, it's very uneven. So that's don't love that. Cause yeah, yeah I mean I know that like everybody else will sing, but I feel like you're gonna have to lean on Becky so hard. Um, yeah, only one lead vocal. Who's gonna be the main vocal of that group? Tamin, I guess. Um, yeah, maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I honestly couldn't I honestly couldn't tell you what the I know how Taeyong sings because well, of his new solo, but I don't know. Do mm-hmm. Ten and Lucas have pretty voices? Or Ten no? does. Okay. Ten is like one of the vocals of Wavy, but okay. Lucas is a rapper, and okay. so is Ten. I mean, so is Mark, and so is Taeyong. Okay, so who That's knows that? Um, let's see. I'm sure they can all carry a tune. <laughs> yeah. Um, on my pro list, the fact that there is U that it's going to be like a U.S. promo thing means that like. We'll probably definitely get to see them. So that's pretty exciting. Sure. Like knowing that they'll probably definitely like do a show here, if sure. not multiple ones. And so that will be fun. But at the same time, the other, the con side of that US promo is all the things we talked about in the K pop in America episode, like them getting embarrassed on television and people saying weird things and weird articles and like all that comes with like American promo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll just kind of have to hold our breath and wait for that because sure. I feel like a, to a large extent that kind of shit is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, it just like 
is a factor of U.S. press. Um, So we'll see. We'll just see. I'm hoping that maybe because they are doing this so closely with their American label that maybe that will like be a benefit of some sure. kind, but we'll, we'll just have to see. We'll just have, a lot of this is we'll just have to see. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm choosing to stay optimistic, but I understand that people are not. That's why we're talking about it. Uh, so a negative that can't be avoided is that the name is super dumb. <laughs> yeah. The name is super dumb. Mm. Because, yeah, like you were mentioning, and it doesn't make any sense, is that every other um, SM subunit that had a dash M means they were singing in Mandarin. Yeah. So they're to like, be clear, going, this one isn't a dash M. It's just Oh, an it's M. just an M. It's just super M like SM. And I know that's where he got the name from, and I get it. Fine. Whatever. But super makes me think of Super Junior. Right. And, and the Super M Junior fans me, are very salty about that. Right. Because like, there aren't any Super Juniors in it either. And right. you're like calling them the superstars of SM. And then, oops, I forgot one of my major groups. But whatever. Um... And then, yeah, the um, when I first read that, I thought, oh, are they singing in Mandarin? Right. That was just what I assumed. Um, so that is misleading as well. And I feel like, I mean, whatever. And it looks you like. You could have named it anything. And it looks like sperm if you, like, just glance at it and have m- I don't see dyslexia. that, but sure. <laughs> when people write it in all lowercase on Twitter, it's like your brain, like, you have to put the capital S and the capital M or mm. else it, like, your brain will just see it and be like, does that say Maybe sperm? Maybe your brain will see that. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> but I am not alone. That is, like, literally <laughs> the only joke. I did not come up with that myself. Okay. Um, this is the other thing I have. I cannot decide if it is a pro or a con, but it is very deeply affecting my shawl heart, which is the possibility that Taming will be the leader of this group. <laughs> What do you mean possibility? He is the leader of the group, isn't he? I don't think he's that's the, been made official. Oh, he's the senior He's the artist. oldest, so that's why. Well, I'm, and the senior artist, because he debuted yeah. first. So, like, he would have to be. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. He's <laughs> not allowed to be a leader. He's a baby. He's a baby. Sure. And I don't, I can't cope with him being the oldest in a group. Like, I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that. And I don't know what he's going to do with that. I feel like if anyone is going to be lost and confused with Timin being the leader, it's going to be Timin who's sure. lost and confused. <laughs> sure. Um, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Maybe he'll, we'll maybe see. he'll shine. Maybe, maybe it's he all he's ever meant to, to be. The challenge. <laughs> um, maybe he'll get lost and we'll never see him again. Who knows? Um, and then I guess, like, I'll just say this because it works. It works for me. I get that it isn't working for everybody. But, like, Lee Suman's whole statement about this Avengers thing, I feel like made sense to me. Because when the group was announced, a lot of people were getting very upset at, like, I don't want to hear my idol say that he's in another group. Like, mm. I just don't like the sound of that. Like, okay, ugh, he sure. debuted as shiny, so he is shiny and he's nothing else. But, like whatever subunits and stuff happened. So I can't get that mad about it. But Lee Suman was explaining that like Thor got his own movie and Iron Man got his own movie and then they made the Avengers. So Mm -hmm. this is like all of their groups and their identities and their groups are important. And like, this is just them like doing a team up and it's like, doesn't take away from the fact that they're like, you know, in their own, in their own groups. Yeah. So like to me that like kind of warms my heart and I like it and I think it will be exciting and fun, but like, I get that people are, feeling upset about it sure I mean I I, yeah I mean I I guess to that I would just kind of think like well uh, 
do you react that way when any subunit comes out? Because like ExoCBX comes out and they say, hi, we're backyard of CBX. Like they don't say backyard of EXO. Right. Because they're not promoting EXO in that moment. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he is still a member of EXO. Um, so this, in that sense, is the exact it's same just kind thing. Of that it's same just, thing. it is a subunit. It's just a subunit of different me- groups. You yeah. Know? It's like Triple H. It's Triple H. Um, so or two thought, heart or key yeah, did two exactly, heart did exactly. all the shawls cry when key was like I'm two heart key I don't think they did no, like they it's didn't. okay guys it's just a project yeah um but anyway I think you have that's that's all I have written down because like I'm feeling very aloof and just kind of want to see it mm-hmm. but I know you have you have thoughts just because a member that you like a, ten, a member you're very protective of your son your son 10 I have a lot of things that that you you haven't mentioned okay go um, right and they're not just about 10 um the first one is I don't know I mean my I guess immediate reaction to this entire thing was just sort of like an eye roll mm-hmm. because for one I would really like to mean to go to the military right? so this <laughs> just means that he won't do that um for two as far as EXO goes like okay we're already down three members and you're still they are currently on tour, and then you're going to take two of their lead members remaining and put them in another project. Like, okay, sure. what's the rest of EXO going to do at this time? Who knows? Apparently, they have tour dates in October when this whole thing is supposed to be happening. So, And what the fuck is that? Like, I that's ridiculous. Know. Are they supposed to do it with only four people now? Like, that would be insane. That Can you oh imagine? Oh, my God. I can't can imagine. Can you fucking imagine that? That would be that? crazy. That would be... Ugh, po- I'm... I hate looking at the six of them. So, like, uh, making it four is, like, too upsetting. Guys, my 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 XOL heart has really been going through a lot of turmoil lately, and most of it is caused by the fact that Chanyeol's hair is orange now. Oh, God, it's so gross. Um, I'm, I just, my, these boys are just getting shuffled around, like, playing cards. And I think if anyone at SM cared about XO, then Chanyeol's hair wouldn't be orange. He said he did it for That's, his Hong Kong fans because they like it best. Tanya, you're full of shit. <laughs> you're full of shit. However, you also own an Iron Man costume and you were not invited to be a part of the 30 member rappers Avengers. I know, of right? K-pop. So that con a goddamn insult to us all. But whatever. Okay, that's all my EXO. Those are my EXO. Those are my EXO gripes. My last, my, this is not my last gripe. <laughs> my main gripe is that, and this is the Cliff Notes version, I don't trust SM to handle the career of my son and his hot friend Lucas. Right. And that is just that <laughs> on that. Because this I love is hot now. Friend Lucas. My son and his hot, hot friend. friend I Lucas. am concerned for them both. Uh-huh. Because this is now. The third project that both of their names have been attached to. First, it was NCT 127, which was a temporary lineup, right? An indefinite lineup. Then it was, then they were like, no, 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 just kidding. Pause that. You're not not a member of NCT 127 anymore, but now we're going to put you on something else. So then they got put on Wavy, shipped off to China, which 
Lucas is from China, so maybe he liked that. But Ten is from Thailand, so he's like an additional foreign country right. even further away. Now they're going off and they're going to be in Wavy. And it's like, this is an official group. We're going to make this an official debut. They only debuted in January of this year with a lead single. And just in May, only two months ago, was their first mini EP. And less than... Less than a f- six months later, they're going to have to debut with a, yet a third project. And the fact in that another like, language in another more. language in another country, like oh, now man. they're going to debut in the U.S. So they're being literally shipped all around the world. And uh, I just have to hold on. I have to pause for a moment because I have to make sure that I'm organizing my thoughts. It's okay. Okay. They're getting shipped all around the world. And I just have to say, before I continue to rant, I'm very, I'm very proud of my son for getting invited to be a part of these adventures of because he deserves it. It's an honor. Sure. He should be invited to participate in these things because he is a star. However, he will not be a star in a group that includes Timmy and Kai and Beckham. Right. So that's fucking bullshit. He will just be bullshit. an extra. He's just <sighs> a, who's that guy? Second of all, this is, like I said, the third group that he's a part of. And so now when people are like, oh, yeah, 10, he's from NCT. No, he's from Wavy. No, he's from Super M. Like, really? We don't know what group he's from. Like, that's a crime. You should know. You should know who he is. Mm -hmm. You should know who he is. And that's that's pretty. I just I don't know. And, like, we, this is a, one of those things that, like, we don't know that whatever. They say that it's not temporary. Like, this isn't just going to be a one-off thing. It's going to be like the Avengers. Like, they could get together whenever they want, right? Whenever sure. we need more money. Sure, sure, sure. Whatever. Fine. But then that means that this is yet another thing like NCT 127 where it's just another impermanent, indefinite, confusing project that you've attached these two boys to. And it just, to me... As the mother of 10 and his hot friend Lucas, like, I feel very concerned about the fact that these boys are just being, like, pushed around and added to whatever project is of the moment. And it just seems like the company doesn't really care about promoting them as individuals with healthy careers. It just cares about these, like, hot new trends and throwing whoever is hot at the moment at it to try and gather, like, as much attention as possible. And then when that thing doesn't have enough steam anymore, okay, let's pull those guys and put them in something else. Instead of just taking the time to, like, fully invest in Wavy and, like, making it a thing. I really appreciate that rant, though. I you I know you're like distressed right now, but I just want to say I thank you for bringing that perspective because like I have no attachments to any of the mm-hmm. NCTs. I think they're fine, but like that makes perfect sense, and I get why now. Like in watching the Twitter shitstorm, it seems like the end citizens are the angriest mm-hmm. about this, and and that totally explains why. Like they have these weird imp- in like unofficial, impermanent, odd little groups, and no one can hold on to anything exactly. And I I had been thinking it of it from the perspective of like knowing that like Taemin and Kai and whatever are fine. Yeah, they're and, like, this always going matter. to be fine. But like Ten and Lucas, Mark and Taeyong, I think you could make the argument that they will also be fine because, because Mark they and Taeyong get to do are everything. on literally everything. Mark is in every single NCT group, any MCs, everything. Taeyong is a single like, we get it. You're everywhere. Fine. They were literally the only two NCT names I knew for like a really long time sure. because they're everywhere. But you could also make the argument that, hey, there's 20 other members of you NCT. You could have other people. literally chance. anyone, but okay, fine. Fine. I just, uh, I'm just worried about my son and his hot friend, Lucas. 
Anyway, my very last, very last criticism mm-hmm. or complaint of Super M is that if I, I have to first say that this was not my original thought. Um, I have to credit this to our friend and dear listener, Jenna, mm-hmm. who pointed out and made the very, I think, astute observation that if you're going to make an Avengers of K-pop that has all the superstars of SM, there is no reason that group has to be all male. And it was Whoa. a huge missed opportunity to not include any girls' generation or Red Velvet. So I propose an alternate Avengers of K-pop. And they would include... Oh my God, yes. Go, go, go. I'm going to keep Tamin, Kai, Beck, and Ten because obviously. I'm also going to throw in Taeyeon. Haha, they would never. (laughs) I'm going to throw in Taeyeon, Solgi, and Luna. Wow, I like that. That, I think, those are the Avengers of K-pop. Yeah. The Avengers aren't all male. They certainly are not. There's at least like two and a half girls in there. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes even more. If you count... All of the ladies that showed up for the last one. Yeah, all the Wakanda girls that are good. There's the There's Wakanda ladies and like even Pepper got in an Iron Woman oh, costume. Oh yeah, and the Wasp. Yeah, the, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Marvel, all those bitches, they're out there. Yeah. We wow. didn't have to make this all dudes, SM. We didn't have to. No, we didn't. Wow. Well, we've said our piece and we'll have to see what happens. We'll but see what happens. I'm glad we could get that out. But if you ruin my son's career, I'm coming for you, Lisa. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so here, this is a fun story. And it feels, I'm still kind of in shock that any of it happened. So we'll go in chronological order. But basically, like, two Mondays ago, I woke up to, like, a ton of, like, notifications and, like, YouTube comments and all these people saying, Hey, at the end of Eric Nam's podcast last this week, he said he's looking for podcasts to go on in LA. And I told him that like, it has to be y'all. And it was so sweet. You guys were all like commenting and I loved it. Don't stop. Keep bugging him. Keep. Yeah. Don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I like, I got real brave and I wrote a very professional email to like his people to be like, he should come on my show. And I just felt good about doing that. Like, Hey, I put myself out there. Like that was your shot. Yeah. It was fun to shoot my shot. As the youth say. As the youth would say. (laughs) And then I, like, didn't really think anything. And then I just was trying to not, like, worry about it. Then, flash forward to this week, I am sitting at my desk, minding my own business, and then I suddenly hear a flump of someone, like, throwing their hands on the edge of my desk, and I look up, and it's Jordan, and she's like, Eric Nam is here. (laughs) And I was like, what? And she was like, he's in here, and I told his producer that he has to talk to you when they're done with the show, and I was like, you did what? Um, Which was great. Thank you, She's a great ally. (laughs) She's a very good ally. Um, So he was here recording Grace Helbig's podcast. I don't know if the episode will be out by the time people hear this, but it was also on video. And I was sitting in, the, I went and sat in the booth like through and watched it through the window. So I don't know if I make it to the recording or not, but I, <laughs> I like had a moment with Eric Nam that was wonderful and so funny. He was like, the whole, there they record that podcast on video. Mm-hmm. So there were like multiple cameras on them. And Grace asked him a question and he like lifted up his cold brew, which had a bunch of ice in the bottom. And then when he lifted it, the ice all like clanged noisily into his mouth. And then he had like an ice cube just sticking out of half of his mouth and he like 
bleh, like spit it back in the glass. And as he did that, he like looked to his left and made eye contact with me and Jordan. And then we all laughed so hard. <laughs> and the host was like, what just happened? And they had to like reset and re-ask the question because like we were having a little private ice funny with Eric. And it was great. But then after name basis already. Oh, uh, I shouldn't. I'm <laughs> Eric Nom, Mr. Nom, Mr. Nom. <laughs> no, Eric, the cutie patootie that cutie we always patootie. call. A cutie. Yes. Okay. So then after the after the recording, we like stayed behind in the lobby, and the producer was like, "Someone who works here wants to talk to you." And I was like, "Yes, me. Hello, me." <laughs> um, and then like Jordan and I talked to him for a minute about like, "Oh, you were so funny," and he was like, "You guys were at the booth and that ice thing." And, like, "Oh, was I too self deprecating?" And it was so adorable. Um, and then Jordan was like, "Shannon has a K-pop podcast. Like, they recorded here." Thank you, Jordan. And I, <laughs> and I tried to be chill, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you guys like might have an email from me in your inbox store, but because I was trying to be cool." Sure. Um. But I said to him, I was like, yeah, I have a K-pop podcast, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, we say you're cute all the time. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true, we do. Yeah. Um, we also accuse him of stealing our ideas. Yes. But we also think you're cute. <laughs> yeah. And he was so cute in person. I promise he was just as cute as he is on TV. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I don't know. We just like chatted and it was really fun. And I, as I was just talking to him about things, I felt like at least three times I was just like, and I love you. I don't know. I mean, I love you. Like, <laughs> I was trying to be chill, but I kept like blasting out the occasional, but you're great and I love you. Like it's all, you're doing so good. Um, so that was like a real trippy experience. And like, I, we took a very cute picture. It's on all our social media if you didn't see it, but like, yeah. I don't know. That just felt like such a wonderful just like, so weird, destiny moment mm -hmm. of like, I was trying, like I, the, the thing I tweeted is like, there was a poster in my English class in middle school that was like, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land among the stars. And so like I shot for the moon and asked for him to come on my podcast. And then I just met him anyway, by yeah. chance. So like, what a weird weird serendipitous moment yeah but he also said he'd be back in town in March so like we said y'all gotta keep yeah, bugging yeah, yeah. Keep so bugging we can him. make keep him come him. on this podcast mm -hmm. we'll, we'll break him down eventually um, so that was wonderful and I just wanted to share that because mm -hmm. it was a very surreal it was a very surreal moment that's yeah. the first K-pop star I've ever met and uh, it was very it was nice that it was nice that he's that he's American because I didn't like the uh, the thought of like meeting like a Korean K-pop star that like doesn't speak English that well like that's very sure. scary and then it would be like how are we gonna talk? But my coworkers all said like you guys were talking like you've known each other your whole lives because like I don't know was, we could just sure. be very comfortable. So it was really fun and that was a uh, one for the record books. So. But on that topic of like the K-pop gods just blessing smiling, us, uh, smiling down upon us because our love is pure and good. So we were being rewarded for it. And that that's nice. Yeah. Um, but Maybe it's because I finally turned a, a corner with my Chanyol bitterness. Yeah. <laughs> that if you stop, you stopped me angry. If and I you, like, stopped just have hating peace. him. <laughs> and if you yeah. just have peace, then you're yeah. like blessed with goodness. Maybe. Um, so last night... Uh, was the Monster X in LA concert. Mm -hmm. And I was originally going to attend this concert alone because you made the smart budgetary decision yeah. of like, I need to save it for other concerts this year. And I said, that's yeah. fine. Also, all of the fun K-pop concerts just like usually happen over the summer. And personally, as a teacher, there's like a whole month out of the summer that I get no money. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's very difficult to budget for those kinds of things. Totally. <laughs> but... Like, a magically smiling down on us, a wonderful, wonderful listener named Liz. Let me get her Twitter at so that people can 
thank her. At Liz Cook on Twitter just gave us a ticket. Yeah. She just messaged out of the blue and was like, hey, I have this extra ticket. Do you guys want it? And her ticket was in an incredible part of the st- of the stadium. It was like very close, even yeah. better than the ticket you'd bought yourself. Yeah. So I made you take the better one, <laughs> and I you. took the one that was in just like one section behind. But the section I was in is the same section we were we sat in when we saw KCon for the first time right. when Shiny was there. So it was a great seat. It yeah, it's excellent. the it's the like premier like lower yeah, balcony little, like, that has like a seat. private yeah, yeah, bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, very nice. Um, but yeah, the seat that I got was like on the aisle and like on the bottom section and it was so great for Mm -hmm. dancing um so that was just like a wonderful blessing that we both got to go but it was also fun because we were like separated so we like experienced the concert like slightly slightly differently (laughs) um Oh, one thing I just, before we get into like our whole night at Monstax, there was one other piece of Monstax news that I just wanted to like rant about mad about for a minute yeah yeah yeah. well i'll say as a segue we were like very excited to see this monster x concert because they had been so what's the word i don't know i'm trying all the words i'm thinking of are like i want to be like it's not a betrayal but it's like just so like you know what predictably let down Oh, by an yeah, artist yeah, yeah. who has nothing to offer. It, yes, there we go. That's, that's perfect. That's what happened. So we were very excited to see them all on their own. Yes. Because of what happened just the day before. Just the day before. Um, they went on Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Monster X did, um, mm-hmm. and the Jimmy Kimmel stage, they have one that's outside, like yeah. behind the studio, and they do like... When they have bands out there during the summer, it's like a free concert and you just have to like sign up online and then you can like the first whatever mm-hmm. hundred people get tickets. Um, so that's what Monster X was doing. I saw ELO back there. That's like an old band from the 60s. Uh, but um, oh, uh, so ELO. they do like a. <laughs> I thought you were talking. What was that group, that group that was like, I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Vince. El- F-O. Okay, that was close. <laughs> um, so they do like a mini concert out there where like whoever's on the stage does like three or four songs and then one of them gets like aired as the musical spot yeah. on the Kimmel episode. Mm-hmm. But they also do like they do maybe Monstax I think did all together maybe like a 20 minute set because they have they also, live stream it on YouTube. Yeah, and they have like a set. So you can also look at like Monstax off air Jimmy Kimmel performances and that enti- the video is like 16 minutes long and it's fantastic. Like, whoa, those poor boys, they did like all of their hardest choreographies yeah, like one right after the, the other. Yeah, But the part that they were supposed to do on TV was who do you love and Fucking French Montana was going to show up for the first God time, first time ever since they like made the song mm-hmm. and he shot the music video totally separately and like yeah. whatever. And this motherfucker stumbled out on stage. He seemed drunk. And he, he was. It's confirmed. It's he confirmed was he was drunk. And he did not know the lyrics of his stupid, shitty, titty boy rap in the middle. His one unintelligible <gasps> verse that we don't even, we as native English speakers couldn't even tell you what the lyrics were. He couldn't remember them. And fucking Chuan was sitting there, standing next to him almost feeding him the lines one by one because he had no idea what to do. They had to film it four times. Yeah. And he couldn't get it right 
any of the times. The one that actually aired, he still fucked it up. And you can see Chuan right there, like, giving him the words. Yeah, he starts it too early. And then he, like... Uh-huh. He, like, misses mm-hmm. the beat. Mm-hmm. He stumbles. He forgets it. He tries to make it up. It's totally a shit show. And in the background, like, I think it's Min Hyuk, like, looks right at Shonu or something. Like, I don't know. Some when of the he turns around, like, he makes eye contact with Min Hyuk, who gives him, like, the sassiest eyebrow raise of, like, good job, bro. Like, mm-hmm. and... But there's also someone... Chung and Hyungwon were laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, like, have to was. turn around because yeah. they are laughing. Because during that part, like, in the, the way that they stage it is that French Montana comes out and then all of Monster X, like, surrounds him. Mm-hmm. So they're, like, all standing <laughs> around him and he's in the middle just righteously fucking up and like I Chuan is like smiling and like trying to like keep those dimples uh-huh. shining and like give him those words and everybody else is just like behind his back like fuck this dude <laughs> yeah are you kidding me because fuck that dude yeah it's really really fucking embarrassing and it's like infuriating and I found out which I did not know that the only reason French Montana is quote unquote famous is because he dated a Kardashian and appeared on a few episodes of their television show so his fame is fake his like cool. he has Tell- standing talentless like great fuck that this is just another nail in the coffin when it comes to k-pop promoting in the states and let's just use this as an example for why you don't have to attach a no-name american artist to a k-pop star just to fucking give them credit like no (laughs) they didn't offer any credit he He ruined it yeah he ruined it all and everyone agreed that his verse was the worst part of that song to begin with and then he gets out there and he can't even fucking sing the verse Fuck you, French Montana. I hope you never have a career. I hope yeah. you you have already crashed and burned. I hope we never hear from you again. Ugh, I Goodbye. hope so. Ugh, blech. So anyway, we were very excited for the redemption tour of seeing Monster X at the mm-hmm. goddamn Staples Center. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say that when they did do Play It Cool in the show. Or Who Do You Love? Who do you, Oh, sorry. Yes. Who Do You Love? They just did a little short version. They like cut they his cut whole part out. And I'm like, just give I Am a verse. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything in that song. Yeah, give it to give it to him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't get why he speaks English. Let him do it in his weird (laughs) British accent. (laughs) Um, Okay, so this concert it was great. Uh, When we got there, I met a listener named Michaela in the hallway, or in the at the bar. Um, and that was really fun. It's fun to meet listeners. Um, and then, yeah, I was sitting down and you were just like up into the right of me or to the, mm-hmm. yeah, just like a little yeah, bit I above could, me. We could see each other from where we were sitting. <laughs> Which was fun. Um, and yeah, they did. They was like, they were using like three quarters of the stable center and the stage didn't go out very far. Like at KCON, they mm-hmm. put it in the middle and they do like a weird zigzag stage that they takes should up have the made, whole floor. Yeah, they should have made the stage bigger and come or out more. Or made the runway longer. Yeah, they, that's what I mean. They should have made the runway longer so that they could come out more in the middle of the floor. Because what ended up happening was that the floor seats didn't get sold out. So then there was this like big empty back part. Yeah, and the if the stage had just come forward a little more, it everybody could have. Everybody yeah, a little exactly. <laughs> and this this concert was filmed uh, for V Live, so if you want to see the exact concert that we saw, you have to pay for it, but you can. <laughs> oh, bummer. Yes, um, it's there, but it's like pay per view style. Um, it costs money. It might eventually be free. I, but I was at the just going to say, in a couple months, it, it'll be free. As of this morning, mm-hmm. it still costs money. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, they were filming the whole thing, um, and. 
I don't know. It was great. The first thing they came out with, the first outfits that they came out in were like that black and gold Versace pattern that's so popular right now, mm-hmm. but it was like fully covered in rhinestones. So they were just like sparkly. Jackets. Yeah, the yeah, jackets. Yeah, jackets. <gasps> the, sh- the Versace shirts they were wearing underneath were not covered in rhinestones. No, but, but the, the jackets, jackets were. <laughs> and it reminded me of the great Astro jackets that I they I was going to say the same first. thing. They were like the Astro Mariachi jackets. Um, and then, oh, an, uh, another like whatever. Another thing that was happening at this concert is that they had announced in the morning that Keon had broken a rib and was Mm -hmm. in the hospital. And so everyone was like expecting him to not be there. Mm -hmm. So when he walked out, I was mad at him. (laughs) (laughs) I spent the whole concert like half mad at him and half so proud of him because he was such a goddamn trooper and it seemed like he couldn't leave himself in the chair. They constantly were bringing chairs out for him like at every corner of the stage so that he could it but it was like everyone was dancing and he couldn't stand it and he just like wanted to participate yeah, so bad he, he kept, kept getting standing up. up yeah I always I thought it was really cute that like he when he did sit in the chair a member would like wander over at any possible moment like when they weren't doing like full choreography right. just to be like no dude you gotta stay in the chair <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I'll keep you company <laughs> um so but so anyway so the concert starts with this like whatever, like, fun and dramatic, like, VCR, as they always do. And then the screen lifted, and the beautiful boys standing there in their golden mariachi jackets. And then we saw that Ki-hyun was there. And they all walk out, and Shootout they was did their shoot first out one. They did Shootout first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shootout was their first one. And then they did Hero, mm-hmm. which was great. And then they did a Trespass. So it was, like, a very high-energy opening. Yeah. And then at the first meant, Shonu would, like, explained that Keon was her mm-hmm. and that we shouldn't be surprised that he's here because he just like really really wants to be here yeah. <laughs> um, and they all like introduced themselves it was very cute um, and then they did Party Time which is my favorite mm-hmm. off the new album I love it <laughs> um, and then they did Play It Cool and the funny I thought the meant after that was funny because they were trying to get the whole audience to sing the English version of Play It Cool and no one knew the lyrics because we all yeah. hate it <laughs> He was like, come on, go. And then everyone, like people did not know the words because the dancing in your face part, we don't let, no one likes it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then they did. Maybe if I am actually spoke English, then he could help them write real English. And you texted me because you were texting me from above because we couldn't talk. But, uh, and you said that, why does he have, what did you say? Why is half his actual accent English and the other half of it Brooklyn? And I said, because he's the worst. I'm a wreck down here. <laughs> and I was a wreck. I was a wreck. They're so beautiful in person. It's astonishing. The number of times I literally any time I lost count of how many times I did this because anytime I just like looked at Shonu. All I did was I just went, wow. <laughs> and I heard I heard the girl behind me like giggle the like fourth time I did it. Because it was just literally every time I just went, wow. <laughs> like, he's so stunning. He is stunning. He is fucking beautiful. He's so good. Ah! Um yeah, so then they did like Mohe and ah, Jealousy. So <laughs> oh, jealousy! Yeah. I love that song. I don't know. See, I don't know that much about Monsta yeah, X. Yeah, yeah. So I was like excited to go, but also a little like, 
oh, I don't know. I don't know this song. Like, right. Hey, I don't know this one either. And like, okay. But I know Jealousy and I love Jealousy. So I was really excited to see that one. So that was the, and that was great. And that was the last one they did in their like shiny gold outfits mm-hmm. and their little, because um, when they took the jackets off at one point, they're, they're wearing, wearing those like candy wrapper. Gold, yeah, candy wrapper shirts. That are too clingy. I saw so many nipples Ooh. last night. Like, Without even we can to. confidently confirm that none of them have their nipple spear. <laughs> um, and then there was the that was the first. Then it was time for the first VCR, which was very cute. It was called like Montube, and it was like a YouTube parody where yeah. like key or where um, Minhyuk was like doing face products and makeup, and like Wonho was doing like a workout video. Kihyun did like barista. Uh huh. Yeah. Shonu had his eating broadcast and ASMR. Did ASMR. Uh, Juwon was cooking, mm-hmm. and Hyungwon was doing like a fashion, fashion thing. What did I am do? Uh, English lessons. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it was like edited really funny. It was like a it was yeah, a very it was cute very video. Funny. It was very funny. It had the sense of humor that those like fan meme videos do. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It had the same like editing like cut twos or whatever. Yeah, it was cute. It was and they would cut back and forth between the the members so like sometimes they would like react to each other in certain ways it was yeah yeah it was, yeah. Adorable. It was really cute um One and then the shorts were very short <laughs> <laughs> he loves to show his skins which we'll get to which, yeah so after this vcr <laughs> it was time for like unit stages yeah um so Min-Yuk- which is something i didn't know monster X did but it's you gotta for a world tour concert, you gotta fill the time with well, sure, stages. Sure, sure, sure. Um so Minya, Hyun, and Hyungwan did a Bazi song. Mm. Is that correct? I don't know. Uh I don't know anything about Bazi, but I know it's a name that I've heard a bunch. So anyway, it was like an English cover. Oh, <laughs> the song's called Myself. Um and yeah, the other the two who could stand were like dancing in the backstage and Kia was sitting in a chair up at the front. Um, but that was like sexy and cute and good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were wearing um they all three of them were wearing suits. And afterward in the Mint, uh Minhyuk explained that they had like debated what outfit to wear. And that in the end he chose suits because he thought it was like the always the, the better. He was like, well, I think suits are just always the better concept. Like, don't you agree? And I was standing there in the audience going like, groups and suits! <laughs> like, because that's our, that's that's our, our favorite. Thing. Yeah. I love groups and Min suits. Minhyuk knows what's up. He does know what's up. He was so cute. They were all so cute. He okay. so cute. Um, then it was rap line stage. Mm-hmm. So Juan and I am came out and they did a song called Sambakcha and they were wearing like weird robes at first. Yeah. Like shiny silken robes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they like got the whole audience to like start chanting like sambak 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 cha and then juan got on the drums and he Mm -hmm. like drummed to everybody like saying that and then they finished out the song and they tried to do the like if you've been seeing videos from this tour they like do the water bottle toss thing where you Mm -hmm. flip it and it lands on the on itself um and they did that but it didn't work but they played the music drop anyway so they had to just like keep going with it but they like totally failed um and it was super super cute um and then shonu and wano did like fucking interpretive dance yes girl they came out and so suddenly like the lights went down and, and there was a two couch. couches were brought out onto the stage, two white couches with a white two partition lamps. in between. And then Wanho was on one side wearing a white turtleneck crop top and these crazy high-waisted 
strappy cargo pants. They were like white cargo pants and they had been like fully shredded to expose his entire leg, but then the shreds were still hanging. So they were like, they were like fringed, 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 distressed, high-waisted white cargo pants. That's too many adjectives. But it was all happening, I promise. And it was a crop top and a turtleneck (laughs) and a long sleeve. Anyway, on the other side of the partition was Shonu in just black. Very simple. (laughs) Sleeveless pants. Simple. Yeah. They did the song called Mirror, Mm -hmm. which, did Shonu say he wrote it? I can't remember, and we were trying to look it up earlier, and, like, nothing. It's something that—so it's a song that they've only—the only iterations of this song that currently exist that I could find as of this morning are these performances from this world tour. So it's something new that they've done, but it was this—it was an absolutely gorgeous, like, contemporary-style dance. They are beautiful dancers. There is a part where Shonu— needlessly lifts his shirt. It's just fucking great. Yeah, and they did like cool stuff with the video screens because since they were on separate sides, Mm -hmm. they would only show like one member on the other side and they'd like turn the lights off when Mm -hmm. like Shoni was dancing alone and like, it was very... And then they like switched at a certain point, they like switched stages and so then like the screens switched too. It It was very cool. That was my, that was my personal highlight of the show. I like lost, lost my shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully. <laughs> um, and then there was, like, a very long, like, meandering meant when they, like, were coming out after their, like, in their little polo outfits. They all they have to wear, to like, shorts out in these, like, weird and high socks. And they're not schoolboy outfits. They look like, like preppy old-timey boat, captain, boat Yale rugby yeah. team. But not, like, hot young Yale rugby team. They look like I'm 70 years old and on my boat that I've right. named after my Yale frat. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, like, sure. Long socks and like short shorts. Short shorts. Uh, Hyungwon had two collared shirts on. <laughs> Why? I don't. Whatever. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, but it was funny, and you like put on our Insta story like, "How is this the same group?" Because they like came out after like all this other shit. They came out in these like little baby boy outfits, mm-hmm. and they did all their cute songs like all in a row. Yeah, and I was dying because Chunkyun looked like a Slytherin boy. He was like wearing like a green tie, and his yeah. like, top button was undone, and like, Ugh, like I'm a bad boy here at Hogwarts was like mm-hmm. the vibe he was giving me, and I couldn't take it. Yeah, because they all still had their like pretty dangly earrings in, but uh-huh. then they had their like preppy schoolboy outfits on like what is this yeah and Minhyuk has that like giant tattoo that wraps around his knee but he had like but it was like perfectly framed by his weird socks and his weird shorts did you not notice that I didn't even notice huh he has a giant whale tattoo on his above his knee it like wraps around his leg it's very large and it's in an odd place. But these, odd this concert place. tour was the first time anybody ever saw it because of those shorts. Those fucking shorts. <laughs> well, I still don't think the shorts are a bad idea, even if they do reveal a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, yeah, after their little, like, cute, little cute stage moment, then there was a second VCR, which I missed because I went to go get more wine. But, it, like, the setup the setup was, like, Chang Kyun, like, talking, and he was like, I'm looking for a wanted man. And then he was like, and that man is me. That was the best part. I called it. I called it. Because it starts with him. 911, what's your emergency? I'd like to report a wanted man. Do you know who the man is? It's me. <laughs> I loved it. 
Yeah. It was so dumb. And then they all come out, and each one of them represents a seven deadly sin. But they do not do lust or gluttony. They do loneliness and something else that's not a deadly sin. Oh, okay. Anyway, they had to take out lust, so they picked (laughs) something else. Um, But they had wrath and pride and... Envy. Envy. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, I am was envy. Uh, I think Chuan was pride. Uh, oh, <laughs> Wano was sloth, which I thought was really funny because it was like literally him exercising. Right. And, and he was like, like I'm But then if I don't lazy. exercise, yeah. then I'm lazy. I was like, what? <laughs> Shonu was wrath. Uh, I think Kihyun was loneliness. And I don't even remember what the other sins are now, but whatever. It's fine. I, when I came back from getting my wine, like someone had a gun pointed at someone uh-huh. and then Juan was giving Shonu a tattoo. He yeah. was like, and they both had like face tattoos. No, Shonu's tattoo wasn't him. a face tattoo. It was a fight. Oh, it was this fight scar. It was Excuse a fight. Because Shonu had been chased by the police because he had gotten into a fight and then he escapes the police and he goes to Chuan to casually get an enormous tattoo on the back. And then they both showed up at the gym to like comfort Wano and then like I am put the gun or put the gun down and then they were like they all like became friends Mm -hmm. at the end of it. I don't know. But like each and throughout all of the cuts like each one of them had been had was like in the interrogation room like talking about like but why did you commit the crime and it's like I put myself in this prison. That was the that was uh, the thesis statement. They put themselves was that they put in the themselves prison. In the prison. Wow. Um, okay. So then they after that VCR they came out again and they were wearing leather pants. Mm-hmm. And the shirt situations were all different. But Wanho was wearing no shirt and a leather no shirt jacket. and a leather jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My section was filled with Wanho stands, and they were having a night, let yeah. me tell you. I felt like the entire, any time that he was on stage showing his titties, people were freaking out. Literally any time he was on one of the screens, people were freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Clothed yeah. or not, like, his face was big on the screen, people were screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, yeah, and he's very he, beloved. He's very beloved, and he had his like classic dip dye hair back, like with <gasps> oh, the so just like pretty. pink around the rim, and it like he so did pretty. that turquoise and blue one. Like that's his yeah, like yeah. signature hairstyle. It's very it. pretty. Um, and they did. Um, oh, I thought I just wanted to mention it because I think this is when they did it. But whenever they did, whenever they did do, who do you love? I thought it was really cool because, like, of all the K-pop shows I've ever been to, like, people, you know, do fan chants every now and again or they, like, sing along with the chorus part. But, like, because K-pop is all in, like, Korean and most people don't know or memorize Korean, singing along just kind of doesn't happen. But when they did Who Do You Love, the whole stadium was singing, like, Mm -hmm. every word as loud as they could. And it was, like, it was really cool because we all could confidently sing the English. And it just, like, the vibe was super different. And And it was nice because, like, hearing everybody sing it so energetically and so, like, ferociously was like sort of a uh it almost felt as though the mon bebe were trying to communicate to the boys like we we love you so much and like this is the song that we can learn and we can sing yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. we so will we learn every yeah like hear us 
Yeah, kind of it was thing. really it was nice. Really sweet. It was really sweet. I really liked it. Um, but they did like a they as they always do. They did a fake out the a fake out leave. They mm-hmm. like left and they put the lights like half on, and then there was an epic wave going around the oh stadium. God, like it went for over so and long. over. It was super fun, and everyone was laughing like every time that it happened again. Um, and then they came out and they did like rodeo for like. 10 minutes like that Astro concert yeah. like they kept just like playing the last like 30 seconds of it so that everyone could jump more mm-hmm. um, and it got real crazy um, oh did they do that they did that after Hyungwon did a DJ set yeah when they came back from that uh, was their encore. encore was that it started out and it just said H dot one and then Hyungwon was behind a DJ's like podium or whatever with a hat on and he uh did these two songs. One is called Taki Taki. I don't remember who sings it. And then the next one, he did basically like DJ EDM remixes of these two like Latin pop songs, which I enjoy both of. And it was great. I would totally see a H1 DJ set. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He was awesome. He was really good. Um, and then they did, they were like. And I've never thought this before, but he looked hot with his long hair and his hat His on. hair is his so hair good right is now. is absolutely magical. When they did the unit stage and him and uh, Min Hyuk were dancing in the suits, I was like, what is this sexy vampire vibe that Hyungwon is giving? Like, he should never cut his hair. Yeah, it, it looks, looks so good. So good. It looks so good. So it looks good. very hot. He should be very It was hot. really funny when, like, after, during the encore, he, like, fixed his hat. He, like, took his hat off, and his hair was a complete <laughs> crazy mess underneath, and everybody started laughing. And he was like, what? And, like, shyly, like, tucked it back underneath. It was cute. It was very cute. He's cute. It was cute. They were all so cute. And then they did, like, the longest, like, ending mint ever where they all just, like— Talked for a super mm-hmm. long time and like Chang Hyun like growled everything like he does. Like, we're gonna show them. And I'm like, okay, Okey whatever dokey. you say. Um, and like, and Kihyun said a bunch of like beautiful shit about like, I'm on crazy painkillers right now, <laughs> but yeah. I never wanted to leave you guys. And he kept saying, like, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna give you nosebleeds with how sexy yeah. I am, is what he kept saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was really sweet because like this, the LA stop was their last stop of the tour and it was at the Staples Center which is a huge venue like not only is it literally very large but it is also like one of those like magnanimous like venues yeah, for yeah, an yeah. artist to play like fucking Beyonce plays at the Staples Center like, right it's a huge deal um and it was really sweet like in their ending meant they kept talking about how the first time they ever flew anywhere like at, as a group like to perform was, was for to go K-Con, to K-Con LA at that Staples Center and now they had the opportunity to close their world tour like here at the same stage and so like that was very significant for them and Kihyun said that was one of the reasons why he was like I knew I knew that if I skipped this and didn't come I would regret it until the day I died so like I had to be here um and I'm high on pills baby <laughs> yeah. it explained why he was in such a good mood yeah. and having so much fun I know. Uh, but it also wasn't until like that literally the ending meant that I realized that the translator that we'd been hearing all evening wasn't I am. Oh, <laughs> it was definitely an offstage. No, I for know. Sure. I know. I know. I know it was. And like, I just wasn't really paying attention. I was like trying to watch the person that was talking. And I just like somehow assumed that like, I don't know. One of them was, I don't know why I thought that. Um, but anyway, but no, it was it nice him. that they had that translator and he was good. He was fast. Yeah, he was fast. And he was, way louder than the Astro Woman because yeah. the Astro Woman just got drowned out by everybody and 
this one, like, I, at least the crowd also ca- maybe let him talk let him a little talk bit a little. more than, the, yeah. than the, the crowd at the Astro concert did not give a shit what they had to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then at the end, at the very end, they, like, blasted a whole bunch of confetti, and it was just raining everywhere, mm-hmm. and they were singing, and everybody was so happy, and, like, it was just really nice. I had a really, really, really good time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess I just want like final thoughts. Like, how was it? This was like your first big K-pop world tour, mm-hmm. but also it was for a group that you like meh, don't know that, don't much, know that about. much about. So like, how how did you come away from the experience? I had fun. I mean, I felt bad because there was a certain point um, when they like sort of slowed things down in their like school uniform part where I started to yawn. And then like during the ending meant I felt like so sleepy and it made me feel very guilty because um, <laughs> I had done nothing but sit and watch. Um, But no, it was fun. I almost wish that I had been in a group in like surrounded by people who were a little bit louder only because like the people in front of me was like four teens and a mom that had like brought them all there. Um, And the mom was really into it. Like she was having a great time (laughs) and she was like making them like chant and take pictures or whatever. And the teens were sort of like, I'm awkward teens. Um, And then like, I I was just surrounded by a lot of awkward teenagers and they, I expected them to be like super nuts and they weren't. And I was like, what? Um, I was like, I was counting on you guys. Yeah. Um, but no, I had a fun time. I had, I had a lot of fun. Well, good. I'm really glad that you got to come. Me too. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm also very glad that I got to go. Cause I, even though I don't know that much about Monster X, when I did watch the Jimmy Kimmel, like off air thing or whatever, I like found, I was thinking in my head, like, oh, I'm kind of bummed that I don't get to go. Like, oh, boo. Like this show is going to be so much fun. And as I was thinking that you texted me, I think we have an extra ticket for Monster X. And I was like, what is these K-pop gods are on our side right now. They really are. Um, So yeah, I'm just feeling like very, I'm feeling very hashtag blessed. And it was really, really fun to see these boys that I love so much. And like, they were real and they were spectacular and they were even prettier in person. And like, God, it was just such a good, super fun time, and I loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. Shonu, wow. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that uh, note, we'll be right back with our random game. All right, we're back. And we got a baby, baby boy group. They're not they're not babies, but they're Korean. Uh, their career is a baby. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. They're called Target. They're called Target. They are a seven-member boy group um, currently under JSL Entertainment, I suppose, although I found another article that said they're under TNS. Their original company was TNS, and now they're under JSL. Interesting. So I don't know. Because originally Target debuted, they released something way back in 2014, like pre-debut single. Then one of the members left and they didn't really do anything else until 2017 when they debuted in Japan. So they made a Japanese debut first, put out like a single or a couple singles and then did a little Japanese tour. And then this year in January. No, last year, 2018. Oh, sorry. Last year in January, made their Korean debut uh, with the mini album Alive. Yes, and the names of their members are Solchan, G.I., Zeth, Hyun, Roy, Baun, and Woojin. I think it's probably Roy. But it's Roy. I know, but Roy. Roy. That's like a name. I don't know. Anyway, point is... 
there's seven of them. They're like between 25 and 21 years old. And yeah, they haven't been around very long. And we tried to like find information about them and their member profiles are like, he's shy. Yeah, there's like three (laughs) bullet points for each member. So who knows? Their fan name is the Wannies and they don't have a fan color. So what are we watching? Their most popular music video is from that first album. The single's called Awake and it's got 403,000 views. Yep, and here it comes. Okay, hospital equipment. Oh, they're all like hooked up to blood bags and sitting in a circle. Okay. They're all wearing like red track suity things. Oh, they're astral projecting. Oh, damn. So it's cutting back and forth between them sitting in a circle hooked up to IV bags and them dancing in that same room, but without the IV bags. <laughs> but one of them, like, as they were sitting, like, a ghosted version, like, came <laughs> out, out of, of his, his body. body. I like their outfits. They're wearing, like... They're like, if a, know, if like a cool tracksuit track became a, like mechanic jumpsuit because they look like one piece but the detailing on it is mm -hmm. but they're definitely two pieces oh one of them is stressing in an elevator I feel like I can't get a grasp on this song. I was just going to say, I feel like I haven't been paying attention to the song. (laughs) What started out, it was mostly rap. Yeah. And the choreo started like before the music even really kicked in. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They lifted one guy. They also have like dress shirts and ties on under their weird track suits. Mm-hmm. Some of them have turtlenecks. The choreo is pretty cool. Yeah. Though. They're doing like interesting like ripples and like mm-hmm. leaning on each other and stuff. Now they're blindfolded. Oh, maybe it's like the OA. They're like learning how to like leave their bodies or go to the afterlife or whatever. Oh, they're like, oh, wow. that was cool. Really cool choreography. They were like holding wrists and one member spun the other on the ground and then they like switched places where one laid down yeah. and pulled the other one to standing. It was yeah. neat. Great level changes. Oh, Ooh, now they're okay. dancing now in straight jackets in the shadows. Oh dear. And trench coats. Slow mo. Walking dramatically down a hallway. (gasps) Oh, they're waking up. Uh oh. Oh no. Rip the IV out. Oh god. Oh no. Ugh, what's happening? Stumbling in the blood. Ugh, he's just smelling the blood everywhere. This is gross. Oh, now their faces are all Ooh, I don't changing like into each other. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, 
It's a good looking group. Yeah. A lot of uh, strong profiles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That was Target Awake. Well, that was fine. Yeah. Cool, cool choreography, but I feel like it didn't, I don't know, nothing about that really stood out to me. Yeah. Except for that one move. Yeah, that one piece of choreography was cool, yeah. but the song was... I don't know. That's the hard song to get was on. fine. The song was fine. The song was fine. Yeah. Well, they're brand new, so you never know what could happen. And that was Target. Uh, weekly recommendations. My recommendation was going to be for uh, that show new Wanho debut. I mean, not debut. Uh, duo, duet, um, Mirror. I did Google it, and the only thing that you can find is like fan cams um because like i said they've only they, it's not like a track or right. a b-side they're just like only been doing it um on this stage on on this world tour but if you can find it that's what i recommend because it what it was great great i love that my recommendation is for a specific buzzfeed funny uh go taking it all the way back to 17 um they did a buzzfeed video that was called uh 17s who's plays who's who on the buzzfeed celeb channel um and they just have like little pointers with little fake mickey mouse gloved hands on it and they asked them like who's tidy and who eats the most and they point at each other and it's just a real good laugh it's a fun, it's just a fun time. Yeah, they spend most of the time just trolling Mingyu, and I always support that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good, and they also don't forget to mention their dear baby Boo, who isn't with them, and it warms my heart a lot. So that's my recommendation. <laughs> um, all right, that's it. Um, if you're listening to this episode the day it comes out and are going to KCON this weekend, see you there. Mm -hmm. We will be there. We will have Jordan with us at least one of the days. Uh, if you see us around, please come say hi. Uh, message us on in, on uh, our socials or whatever if you want to try to find us. We'll be around. And our social media handles, if you don't know what those are, uh, they are, it's at AMA K-pop pod on everything. AMA K-pop pod at gmail.com. All those things are where, that's where you can see my picture with Eric Nam <laughs> and you can message us and yeah, that's where we are. And leave reviews on iTunes because we gotta, we have to beat Eric Nam guys. <laughs> Well, no, also, we never we have will. To, no, we have to get <laughs> we have to get a good enough reputation for him to care about coming on to our show. Yes. This isn't about us beating Eric Dom. It's about we can't. reaching reaching a level to which it is worth his time to yeah, join us. I love that. So uh, continue to bug him about coming on our show and review our podcast so that when you Google K-pop, it's the first thing that pops up. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll be back next week with a super fun episode that I think you all will enjoy. So we'll see you then. Bye bye. Chongyun, you're our inspiration. I can't take the pressure anymore. Boop, boop, boop. Cause it's killing me